If you could be sheltered in place with one blockchain personality, who would it be? Well, if you wanted to discuss only Bitcoin, you might choose Peter McCormick. If you were a fan of Tron, you might select Justin Sun. And if you wanted to get your project into the news, you might want to hang out with Rachel Wolfson. But if you were seeking a truly memorable and somewhat wacky experience, you'd choose to be locked down with none other than John McAfee. Well, that's exactly what happened to us. Well, kind of. We weren't really locked in with him. It's more like voluntary isolation as he joins us for his fourth appearance on this show. What better way to celebrate a centennial number than being stuck inside with John McAfee for episode number 400 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. And this is a big day in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia with two, count them, two landmark events taking place. The first of them, Mr. Travis Wright, is this is episode number 400. That is true. My question is, is were we stuck in there with John McAfee or was John McAfee stuck in there with us? He uh-huh. did. It did seem like he wanted to get out quickly this time. It did. I think he was very busy that day. And his, He's wife, doing... his wife sort of said, uh, yeah, done. It's like, I guess I got 30 minutes. And then at the 30 minutes, we're done. But then he arrives 10 minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I'm John McAfee. Deal with it. But your question is, your question is, like, which, block, which, which one would you like? So if you want to shoot things, evade cops, and do drugs, you want to hang out with John McAfee. Mm. And if you want to get crypto adoption happening in the real world, then you might want to check out MobiPay, our sponsor, MobiPay.io. These guys have a really cool application that's allowing crypto and fiat on and off ramps. Here's the key that we want to make crypto so that it's so simple that you just need a mobile phone, right? You don't even, you become your own bank account. And that's what Mobi is all about. Try out their beta program. Go sign up today at MobiPay.io. They'll give you ten dollars in their mbx tokens just for playing yeah it's really cool too not only that is like whenever we got our first moby sent to us we didn't even have a moby wallet they just literally Mm -hmm. what's your phone number send it over to you then it sends you a text you click that text and then it sends you in to set up your wallet and then very it was super easy and handy Insta wallet. Uh, the other thing that we're celebrating today, Mr. Travis Wright, is as this episode is launching out into the world, virtual blockchain week is beginning. We're in two places at once. One, if you're listening to this, we're in your ears, but also the event that's going to be taking place all week is going on and it's going to be at virtualblockchainweek.com. Yeah. So instead of like tuning into Netflix in the evening time or watching mainstream media or binging on some TV show, how about edificate yourself? That's In fact, idea. Travis, you could actually sit on the sofa and watch because one of the distribution outlets is YouTube. So if you have a smart TV, go to the YouTube app and just look up Bad Crypto and all week long from um, 6.30 to 10 o'clock, Monday through Friday, we will be live there on YouTube. So you could like be a total couch potato. Mm, bad Crypto from your couch. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. I mean, that's normally not where you do that. Normally, people are listening to bad crypto while they're driving or while they're mowing or while they're doing other stuff. What's cool about this is that literally you can watch this whole thing. And again, it starts the festivities each day start at 630 Eastern in the evening. So 630 p.m. until 10 p.m. Eastern. So 
If you're on the West Coast or wherever you are in the world, you must do the math to figure out when we are, or just go to the YouTube channel or our Facebook channel and, and get notifications or whatever. You'll know when we go live or just look at your watch or set, a, set an alarm. Make sure you go to virtualblockchainweek.com and register so you can be notified of all the events and be eligible to win a crypto ATM machine. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about that after the interview. But first of all, he was on episode number 100. He was on episode number 200. He was on episode number 281 because we thought he might not survive until episode 300. Yeah, we thought, he was like running. He was what was like he was in Cuba or something, running from the police. Who knows? Like he, he was on his yacht. Like he might not last. Like yeah, as we said, he might be arrested. So we better get him in before 300. But he did. He survived. All the way to 400. Yeah, and maybe uh, we're hoping he'll make it to 500 too. But here he is, Mr. John McAfee. And it's time for another episode of Where in the World is John McAfee? That's right, hunkered down in an (laughs) unknown location. He's back for his fourth time. John, welcome back to Bad Crypto. Uh, Thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm always happy to be on. You're, uh, you, I thought when you first came on, you were wearing a leather coat, and I was like, "Oh, he's going full badass today." No, it's just the the sunglasses. It's just a, it's just a, just a shirt. Though. I didn't bother to button it up. Are you in a padded room there? Yeah, I'm in a soundproof room. Yeah, he's in a soundproof room. Yeah, that's nice. You got the audio quality going full effect today. Good stuff. Yeah, I've got, uh, I've got my my real microphone. I've got. Um, uh, soundproof room and got my sunglasses. Man, this, this is amazing. This is amazing because this is the first time you've actually been in a good location having a conversation with us. One time you were kind of laying in your bed holding your phone. One time That's you were true. in Cuba. <laughs> no, That's no. true. Well, <laughs> I actually made it over to my communication room this time. So very nice. That's great. Very well, nice. you're you know you're hunkered and bunkered like the rest of us. So let it loose man tell us what you think is going on and just to time stamp this so people know because the interview is coming out uh, i believe either end of april early may this is april the 10th and we're still under quarantine yeah well okay uh, first of all we're <laughs> we're being completely deceived people this is a media um generated uh, issue for example, um, let, let's talk numbers, can we? Because I'm I'm a mathematician. I like numbers because they add up. Uh, the flu uh, kills six hundred thousand people a year. Good God, that's a huge number <laughs> around that's the fine. world, right? Around the world. around the world, yeah. Uh, kills uh, fifty to sixty thousand a year in America, um, but six hundred thousand people a year. Um, that's a horrible number, but it's not. It's only a horrible number by itself. Keep in mind, 7.8 billion people. That is, the flu kills one in every 10,000 people. <laughs> so, of course, we pay it no mind. But coronavirus has killed only 100,000, and we're in lockdown. And that 100,000 is a massively inflated number based on the new uh method of counting that was just implemented a couple of about a month ago and by America as well, um, where if you die and you're infected, you die of the infection. <laughs> we don't do that for anything else. There are every day, a quarter of a million people die in hospitals and at home from terminal illness. 
Now, a large percentage of those are going to be infected. We know that, right? Um, and if they're infected, they died uh, from the infection. It didn't matter that you suffered for months in a hospital, wasting away, and only had a few more hours to go. Uh, you had the virus when you died. It killed you. Do you understand the stupidity of that? What if they did that for the flu? Oh, someone died of terminal illness. Uh, uh, but let's check if they had the flu, because if they did, the flu killed them. Uh, not this six months of, of terminal cancer or heart disease um, or advanced diabetes. Do you see the insanity? So 10 times uh, as many people are recorded as dying uh, as really do die. Because people go, oh, this only kills old people. Duh, because it's the old people who are dying. <laughs> they understand. Nobody dies from the coronavirus of between the ages of, of uh, five and 50. Well, there's yeah, a few outliers, right? There's, there's, there's some outliers, but oh, yeah, it's a small no more line. than 10. No more than 10. Mm. And all of those are publicized by the, oh, look, it killed an infant. It killed a 15-year-old boy, and even that was questionable. No, yeah. you motherfuckers are not going to get sick from it, or you're not yeah. going to die from it. I will if I get it, but my chances of getting it's so insane. People, I'm not dying yet, so I'm not, I'm not worrying. Right. So we've got 100,000 official deaths. We're using the new math to where 2 plus 2 is no longer 4. It's actually 22. And we're using the new math to count the deaths. <laughs> Do you not see the absurdity? Yeah. Even, let's, let's say they're not exaggerating. It's still, why the hell are we paying attention to it? 2.4 million people a year die from pathogenic diarrhea. <laughs> we need to ban that. Diarrhea? We need to ban diarrhea. We have to. Well, no, <laughs> you need to ban the viruses. Taking... You need to ban the viruses and bacteria that cause it, all right? So now uh, we could save 2.4 billion million a year uh, without having to lock people in because the pathogens that cause that two and a half million deaths um, are not airborne. So we don't have to lock people in. We don't have to do social distancing. All we're going to do is mandate. If you touch another person or some object that's not yours, wash your hands. Yeah. We'd save two. Are we doing it? No, it's not worth it for fuck's sake, people. <laughs> two and a half million people per year. Do you know what that is? That's one person in every 3,000. Of course, we're not going to pay attention to it. Why the fuck are we paying attention to this? Do you not understand? This is a scare tactic by the media. Who benefits from this, by the way? Certainly not airlines. They're going to go out of business. Certainly not the travel industry. Certainly not the oil industry. Uh, <laughs> they are going to be in a world of hurt. Their sales have dropped 99%. Um, because why? If you're not out driving your car because you can't go anywhere, uh, you're not burning gas, are you? Mm -hmm. So look at all the cars on freeways that aren't there anymore. 99% of them are home. So they're losing. Who wins? The <laughs> I can't see how people can't see this. Um, the media conglomerates the most powerful industry in the world, second only to pharma. Big pharma's number one. Um, and they're benefiting. Because what, what gives media its power? Number of eyeballs times time spent looking at the shit that I put on the screen. Mm -hmm. Now, 
the number of the number of eyeballs uh, has remained almost constant, but the number of hours has gone up by a factor of five. Hmm. They're suddenly five times more powerful, five times more important, five hmm. times more valuable. So they've won. Big Pharma certainly wins. The rest of the world loses. Now I'm not saying that that the media and big pharma uh, colluded, not at all. But this is certainly a, the media jumped on coronavirus thing and goes, oh, it's horrible. Look at what they're calling it. Horror. Hospitals filled up. How can they be? How can they be? <laughs> Hospitals are furloughing people out of, you know, because they don't have enough people in there. They don't have enough money to pay. That, that was just so weird because think, oh, they're they're opening up the, the hospitals for all of these coronavirus patients. And now people aren't going in for regular treatments. They're not going in. And so the hospitals, they say, oh, these hospitals are overrun. And then, then citizen journalists no. will come in and show no. videos of nobody at the hospitals. But hang on. But they do. What, what happens is in many cities like New York, one hospital is totally overrun. The rest of them are vacant. Mm. Do you understand? This is a, a, an artificial uh, creation created by uh, government. And, and this is very, boy, this is great for government because the world is about, was about to decline the economy. And who was to blame? Well, the leaders. But now, no, it's the coronavirus caused it. I read uh, in the New York Post that the coronavirus caused the loss of 20 million American jobs. It did? Did the coronavirus fire those people? No. It was lost because of our government's irrational response to it. Do you it seems very right? calculated. Doesn't it, doesn't it seem like it's like this of is a big it's calculated push? because there was the so whole much thing is calculated. Yeah, so much nationalism going on. I mean, I look at it like this, and I put my conspiracy hat on from time to time. Hong Kong protests were going on. The French yellow vest jacket protests have been going on. Brexit's going on. Trump has 30,000 people showing up at his rallies every week. You got this smoking economy. And it's like, how do you how do you put the brakes on all of that? And it's like, whoa, we need this global fear tactic to shut down, to yes. usher in this maybe global socialism kind of thing or fascism or whatever well, the, we're doing. Yeah, well, the, it's fascism. Because look at the emergency laws passed, like in America, uh, because of the coronavirus. Now, the, uh, the FBI has the legal right to say, this is an emergency. We're, we're arresting you. We don't have cause. We don't need cause. It's an emergency. And they haul your ass off. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what that means? This is like uh, um, the uh, Germany uh, under the SS, where parents uh, were turned in by their children and, and people disappeared by the millions. Um, or even worse, this is, this is almost worse than Orwell's 1984. Mm -hmm. So no, uh, governments are going to win because they now are going to have massive amounts of control over people. And emergency measures and emergency laws, have you ever heard of one that was repealed? No, they never are. Uh, look at uh, uh, the um, Patriot Act. Mm -hmm. Was that repealed? No, nope. we still got it. Mm -hmm. And neither will any of these things be repealed. So no. Um, if you want to look at conspiracies, well, it might have been a conspiracy of the government and the media. Media wins, government wins, because they scare you. And if you're scared, you'll accept all kinds of restrictions, provided the government tells you, don't worry, we'll keep you safe. Marching orders from those above the government, most likely. Mm -hmm.
the Illuminati, the lizard people. So, you know, the markets tanked dramatically as a result of this happening. You know, we saw the Dow go under 20,000. Bitcoin and other cryptos took a precipitous drop. Uh, Even gold and silver took an initial hit. I find it interesting as of, you know, today, April 10th, 2020, gold is right back where it was um, its high for, I don't know, the last five, six, seven years. I'm curious though, you know, is this Bitcoin's moment to shine, John? What do you think? It's not Bitcoin's moment. Of course not. It's crypto's moment. Yes. I mean, Bitcoin, please people, it's the oldest of the technologies. I mean, people go, I thought you were a supporter. Oh, bullshit. People, I mean, the day that I, I made this, said, listen, Bitcoin doesn't hit a million dollars. I'll eat my dick. Uh, was when the Bitcoin maximalists were being so absurd about, yeah, Bitcoin is the only thing. Why? For example, if anybody had any common sense, you would multiply one million dollars times the number of bitcoins, and you'd come out with a number larger than the gross national product of the North American continent. Nothing in the world is that big. <laughs> so uh, it could not have been true. Listen, when I first said, Look, I'm, I'm going to just show how absurd these motherfuckers are, or just make fun of them, I said, uh, I told my people, I'm just going to do a tweet. Uh, so I'm going to eat my dick if Bitcoin doesn't hit a hundred thousand dollars. And then someone said, "You know what? Someone might actually believe that." Because, no fucking way. I said, "All right, I'll make it a million. Still, people believed it. And I put that out on the same day that I said I fuck whales. By the way, people. And the following day, I put out. <laughs> I, also, I also I also eat human brain. Please, people. <laughs> it was a joke. If you cannot see what a terrific joke it was or horrific, then I don't know. Well, all the media attention never, was amazing. Right? I've never been a, a supporter of Bitcoin. I'm a supporter yeah. of crypto. Uh, Bitcoin's got no privacy, no smart contracts, no distributed applications. It's not a stable coin. What the fuck is it? It is a clunky old technology that's on the way out. On the other hand, uh, think coins like Monero, privacy coins, uh, coins like uh, DAI, SAI, the stable coins, uh, which never vary more than 1% from the US dollar, where you can get stable coins based on anything. Grab one. Um, those two things are going to take crypto to the moon. Why? The privacy coins allow you to do all of your business without anybody, including governments, watching. And the the stable coins allow you, if the market's going south, you go, wait a minute, I think my coins are going to lose value. Put them into stable coins. You don't have to get out of the market into the dollar or the euro or the yen anymore. And that's, that's no longer necessary. The stable coins, you stay in crypto no more entry and exit yes it's such it's such a good point i mean it's interesting that you know that we have those maximalists out there that say this is the only way and this but it's like there's a lot of great technologies that are popping up so cross <laughs> cross chain platforms that can connect any blockchains and all these different things that are going on it's just like we see, especially now, people are realizing, John, I think, you know, I think this is, could be really huge for crypto because, I mean, who wants to get change handed back to them in paper money now when everybody's scared about germs, right? And how dirty money is and <laughs> how, how many strippers' asses these dollars have been on and up and around. That's and all true. Of, stuff, right? of course, that, that might be a benefit for some people. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you can say, hey, this dollar, 
this novel has been on 300 strippers' asses. Well, I'll give you $100 for That's it. That's a good Where's George, right? If that, well, if that bill was tracked on Where's George. That's true. Only because on the blockchain, so you can prove it was attached to Tiffany's ass. That's the trick. <laughs> I like uh, it. Yeah, so, no, but hang on. The uh, paper currency is out anyway. I mean, it's been going out for years. I mean, for, for the past 10 years, uh, you have been restricted more and more about how much paper currency you can actually own. I mean, in Europe, you can't own <laughs> or have possession of more than 10,000 euros. Uh, all over the world, you cannot carry uh, from one country to another more than 10,000 in cash or dollars. I mean, it's going out anyway. Uh, everything is credit cards. And then now with um, the crypto dollars uh, and the euro uh, being worked on, it's going to be crypto, but that crypto created by governments is not. That's the real bad crypto people <laughs> because it is not going to give you privacy no, or security. It is going to make sure that every single penny that you earn and spend is logged the instant it's earned or spent. Is that what you want? You want governments giving having that much control and knowledge over your finances which constitutionally should be yours and private so but doesn't this mean that you know when when the state institutes a crypto that they're going to make it illegal and of course yeah. i understand the privacy you know they can't they can't track it but now we're talking about right they're going to make it illegal economy yes so what so what i mean listen the, the marijuana was illegal in america for 75 fucking years mm-hmm. Did it, did it stop people from smoking it? No. You want to smoke it? Smoke it. You want to use privacy coins? Use them. How? In fact, with with marijuana, they could use dogs to sniff it out. They, all kinds of things. They could test your blood. How are they going to find out that you're using your own underground crypto? I mean, listen, there are tens of thousands of us. I don't. We don't use uh, paper money. Uh, we don't have we don't have credit cards. We don't have bank accounts. Jans and I do not have a bank account, not a single credit card. We don't use paper. Totally crypto. When I when I consult with somebody, I get paid in Monero. When I uh, hire someone to to do work, I pay them uh, in Monero. And tens of thousands of us no longer touch anything else because there's nothing I can't buy. You can buy houses, uh, cars, clothes, bulletproof vests, shoes. Um, you can get food. Check it out on Google. Nothing you can't buy with crypto. If you're willing to forego certain things like you can't go to the coffee shop uh, and buy a cup of coffee uh, with crypto in most places. And some you can, but that's going to change. Mm-hmm. So, um, doesn't matter if it's made illegal people if you were willing to smoke weed while it was illegal then jesus you sure should be willing to free yourself uh, from government financial control Mm -hmm. by using crypto that's where a lot of people will actually sort of go against the grain i mean i I wanted to smoke it because they told me i couldn't i'm like oh i can't smoke this plant that god made that's true that's true this plant well i'm gonna freaking do it oh i can't do that's right and so you can't better do you can't use yeah you can't use privacy coins but go really must be good then let's try it out (laughs) (laughs) it's it's really it's like it's like i've gotten in the habit of everything the media will tell me i immediately think so the opposite is what what's the opposite of this 
Ah, we've been chatting and having a good time, but we're we're over time. One more question. I'm really sorry. Oh, John's a busy guy today. That's I totally you understand. Know, listen, I do, I do three. I do three of these a day. Now, this is my second. I unfortunately have another. And we thought we were special. We thought we were. Special. Oh no, no. I mean, I, I well, I do three normal things, but then one special thing. And we're abnormal. You. We're abnormal. So you did something funny on uh, Twitter here recently. You offered five hundred dollars in die for the best post-apocalyptic photos yes online i would just tell tell us a little bit about some of the submissions you got oh it was god it was great um uh the one that won was a guy in and i think somewhere in nevada uh that had a very beautiful photo of an empty uh, street uh no people in the cars or dogs uh and then the red roof of I don't know, a pizza hut or something off off in the corner. It was beautiful. Uh, but no, the submissions we got were were amazing. The, the Las Vegas was the best. Uh, the uh, empty um, uh, MGM uh, uh, parking lot with a goose walking across it. Um, the, uh, the, the Las Vegas Strip, empty of, except maybe one or two cars in the far distance. Um, oh, I think another good one that, that I liked was um, in Rochester, New York, deer in the middle of the freeway exiting in the next ramp. <laughs> no cars, days. no cars, empty freeway and two deer trotting on down the exit ramp. Clearly they had been traveling on the freeway for some time <laughs> and decided, let's get off here. Rochester, New York sounds like a nice town. That was another great one. So they were spectacular. Uh, and uh, the guy who won, he got his DAI. We're having a, we, we're running a second one. Uh, that was outside the house. We're running a second one about um, inside the house. Uh, show photos of the truth of your situation. You know, people, you know, with with a, a four week growth of beards, you know, uh, um, and and a house totally trashed uh, behind them. Nobody's picking anything up. Um, husband sitting on one side of the sofa, large sofa, leaning outward, the wife sitting on the opposite side, leaning the other way, like we hate each other, we got nowhere to go. Right. <laughs> right. So this is our this is our new normal. Uh how long so you don't think this is gonna go away? It has to go away, else we die. We have to go back to work, else there's no one to produce the goods for the wealthy to consume. Do you understand? Who's going to produce the food? Now, we have stockpiles, yeah. They're going to run out in a month or two. Uh, who? Yeah, oh, so, yeah, well, don't worry about it. Farmers are growing it, and so uh, they're, not, they're not in the quarantine because they're out in the rural area. Okay, that's fine. Uh, who's going to uh, harvest it? Who is yeah. going to transport it to the processing plants? And in those plants, who's going to run those machines to process yeah. and can the food? Uh, who is then going to deliver it to the – no. It's falling apart, people. Who's going to be able to pay their Airlines. phone bill? Who's going to be able to pay their electricity? Who's going to be able yes. to pay their water? No, 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 that's fine. That's fine, okay? In fact, money's not a problem because the government is giving everybody $1,200. Right. So uh, that should last for a year or two, uh, it sounds like, because uh, Trump and everything, don't worry. Help is at hand. Uh, yeah? Okay. And what? Exactly. Are you going to do with that $1,200 and you're going to work for two months and lost your job. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So, no people, we're, we're going to collapse as an economy. Airlines, 
airlines are, are going to have to shut down. Listen, uh, remember 9-11? We shut down the airways in America for three days. Um, a couple of smaller carriers went bankrupt. Mm -hmm. They're living on a day-to-day -day economy in the airlines. Their margins are not, not big. You shut them down for a month, mm -hmm. and they've already been a month, uh, virtually. What do you think is going to happen? We're going to have millions losing their jobs just from the airline industry. Uh, the oil industry, nobody's buying gas because no one's going anywhere. The um, No, people, we're due for a massive economic collapse. And here's something no one thought about. 12 million people a year are dying from starvation uh, in developing countries. We're not going to be able to feed ourselves in developing countries mm -hmm. soon. Where are we going to get the food to send that saves 100 million lives a year to the developing world? Mm -hmm. So that 12 million is going to be 100 million. Now, coronavirus, if it were here for 10 years, could not kill that much. The other issue no one seems to have considered is we're not going to have a vaccine for this in at least for at least a year. At least every medical professional says, exactly, it ain't happening in 2020. Um, and, and this is a seasonal virus. So in October, we're going to have to lock our ass up again for months. Do you understand the insanity of this? Yeah. So in any case, that's I've got to go. Janice is giving me the, the Thanks, slide. John. So, Thanks, Janice, for right. uh, lending him to us. We're looking forward to having you at Virtual Blockchain Week. Uh, global audience, John, it's going to be great fun. Work it out with Janice. All right? Peace. <laughs> Thanks, now. Thank you. And we're looking forward to see what John has to say at Virtual Blockchain Week. I'm not sure which day he's speaking. Our calendar is on the website. If you go to virtualblockchainweek.com and go to the agenda, you will see when all of the speakers will be making their appearance, including Mr. Travis Wright, who's going to be debuting his Funny Money presentation. What's that all about? I'm not sure. I need to, I need to start it. Yeah. You've been working on it. Don't give me that. <laughs> well, you know what I am. It's about you know I'm I'm about seventy percent through on it, but there's just been so many website updates and so many things going on that it's like I've not been able to finish it. But I, I should be able to finish it. Oh, I, I better I better finish it tomorrow afternoon. That's what I should yeah, better finish it. Because I, I would I'm think doing so. It. So I'm, I, I'm now at the point where I'm talking about fractional reserve banking. So I've I've gone through the history of money and talked about that and barter and the shells and the gold and all this. And now I'm at the point where they discovered fractional reserve banking, which really was the beginning of us becoming slave debt, slave debtors for the most part. And uh, so once they realized that, once they realized they could convince us that it's a cool idea just to go ahead and print money and then to loan it out. And uh, yeah, so you're going to want to tune in. That's going to be Monday night, I believe at 9, 10 p.m. I believe at 9, 10 you're, you're there to warm up people for G. Edward Griffin. You know, he's he's on Tuesday. So, you know, you're going to set the stage for the history of money and he's going to come in and talk about the Federal Reserve and uh, what's going on now and, and how through some weird set of circumstances that at least functionally the president is now the chairman of the Federal Reserve. I don't know. I don't understand. It. Hopefully he'll make that clear for us. Yeah, you should definitely uh, go to virtualblockchainweek.com. Go register. Uh, the reason you want to register is because you're going to get you're, you're going to get some resources and some benefits. You're going to be able to to be notified when and where and who and how and why and all of that good stuff. And plus, oh, if you're and, listening and to we're going to give away stuff. Yeah, we're going to be giving away stuff. Why wouldn't you want to listen to bad cryptos? 
Virtual Legendandos. We've got um, some ballet wallets. We're going to give away 10 million bad coin. Um, there's going to be two cryptomatic ATMs that are given away. There's going to be NFTs. So when you register, if you put in your uh, Ethereum wallet address, you're going to get NFTs. In fact, we just partnered with the folks from Reality Clash. They're a mobile game, and there's these weapons that are NFTs in the game. And everybody who registers that puts in their address is going to get one of these cool guns that you can use in the reality clash game they're going to be airdropped just for people who come to virtual blockchain week so just so many reasons to register it's free if you want to partake in the vip experience then we encourage you to do that because that'll give you entry to three separate parties that we're having during the week get you extra entries for contests and half of the proceeds for your 97 dollars ticket will go to binance charities crypto against covid campaign we're pretty excited about partnering with them yeah so why are you still listening to this because virtual blockchain week is going on right now i'll tell them why because they still need to go sign up for upland at badco.in forward slash upland the location-based property trading game paired with a decentralized economy it's all about the llamas it's all about owning property in a virtual sense, real life properties in a virtual sense right now in San Francisco, soon to be New York City. There's a whole great community of bad cryptopians that are in there. Travis, what is it? Alamo Square where people are buying? Yeah, all the properties around Alamo Square getting purchased up there in San Francisco. As you mentioned, that's where the painted ladies are. Mm -hmm. Some community members just reached out and said, hey, we're going to be doing some cool stuff at Alamo Square. And I believe this is the third time we've talked about that. So they got to be ecstatic about that. I don't know what they're going to be doing some things. So we'll, we'll see how it all works out. Badco.in forward slash Upland is the place to go play the game with us. You'll see mine and Travis's uh, heads bouncing around the city. Those are our custom block explorers. By the way, Travis, I noticed that there are a few other um, heads now. So maybe some people have reached a level. We're not the only ones that are our, you know, our custom faces that are in Upland. We got some other big voxel heads out there. Some big voxel heads. All right, gang, virtualblockchainweek.com. It's happening all this week. Go check it out. We'll see you there. Stay back. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.